What's up? Hey, Sim. Yeah, how, how are you? Fine, thank you. I'm great. We're back with season two. Yeah, let's get the show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Clayton. And I'm Sim. And we're back with season two. Today, we're discussing home decor edition, the unpopular opinions. As you know, Sim likes a little bit of nice interior design, and so do I. So we just like to take this meme a little bit further by actually discussing what we think is important, not only for the culture, but just for commerce in general. My first question to you is, do you think people just design in their homes based on what they've seen on Pinterest and not actually what they like? Right. That's true. I feel like people do design their house. I, I don't think Pinterest is the best place for interiors inspiration. I think maybe Insta might be a bit better because the thing is, um, Pinterest is a little bit like they, you can group things into the categories, right? So you end up sort of having a whole collection of inspiration that's all around the same themes. So, yeah. for example, I don't know, like minimalism, right? You know, it'll all look the same, but there's different types of minimalism in, yeah. you know, so I think, I think having like a varied inspiration, maybe some YouTube, a little bit of Insta, a little bit of everything is probably a idea. Maybe even going for a few catalogs as well, a few magazines, you know. To me, I always used to think that the magazines were better because they had that editorial touch. So, yeah. you know, our good homes and all. When I see the Kardashians and Architectural Digest, I think that that's like watering it down a bit, even though they do have beautiful homes. Yeah. And even though Courtney actually really does know how to put some a nice house together, um, for me, that lowers it down. But Pinterest and Instagram are no less than the editorial touch, except for maybe they don't have the curation that you'd expect from that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, Chloe is quite good at, like, interiors and stuff, but she's kind of like a the one that thinks out the box in the family and I think more people should sort of like get inspiration from different types of people like some artists some entertainment people sort of like the traditional sort of interior designers like mix it up a bit I feel like people just stick with one theme what they've seen and yeah. they can't, don't even like not necessarily things they necessarily re- that resonate with you just sort of oh, okay this is how they say you should it should be done. Let's do that. Kind of like where we are in terms of fashion, you know? Home as well. A lot of the times people look to these big, you know, empty box homes, you know, mm-hmm. LA, 30,000 square feet homes. It's about how do you transfer the design elements that you see in a house to your small flat? There needs to be a Pinterest board with just straight mini flats, box homes, mm-hmm. and then you do rectangle rooms. I mean, like the more things, and I think IKEA are going to bring that into it because they're going to do the whole AR version of your house, so you can see how this piece is going to fit in your house, as opposed to you thinking you have this grand dining hall which you don't have. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that takes us on to the first one. Minimalism is overly associated with Scandinavian style. To be honest, I kind of just discovered some super cool Norwegian, like, minimalist Instagrams recently. You know, obviously, it's more, like, um, trade show-based. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, they curated it that way to be a little bit doper. I mean, Copenhagen has some dope stuff as well. You know, it depends. Obviously, the bait sort of, no disrespect, I've got family that live in Sweden. No, like, the Swedish sort of style has kind of been popularised. 
But in terms of the general Scandinavian countries, I mean, it depends on who it is, you know, like with anything, you know, even like um, black culture, you know, it depends on who you're looking at, you know, you could look at... Yeah, that's actually so true. Yeah, you can... Because they end up kind of cooling out and doing their own thing. Because now you know blacks in Sweden, you know blacks in Amsterdam, in Dutchland, in all... Yeah, yeah, you know, like someone someone could stereotype like African homes as, you know, like... Yeah, but I think the term here is that minimalism is overly associated. Not all minimalism is Scandi style. Not all Scandi style is minimalist. So I think when people come with just like straight grey wall, grey sofa, grey rug, grey table... It's just like, what are you doing? You actually don't have any personality. Your house is cold. Mm-hmm. It lacks creativity. I don't want to sleep over tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not inviting me in. And I think people get minimalism wrong in that they try too hard. Minimalism is not just a Instagram page or an Insta- or Pinterest board. It's actually a lifestyle that you're living outside of what your home looks like as well. But people try too hard. That's fact. Do you know what I think? I think in terms of comparables, um, Japanese minimalism yeah. is probably more closer to someone yeah, who lives in London you know yeah that's I, what think, I'm I feel like going obviously our homes aren't really based no one lives in like a St John's Wood style home or like a Highgate style home where you sort of apply some of those Norwegian sort of Swedish style references yeah, so especially think, the outdoorsy parts of that exactly there. yeah you know we don't we ain't got no wood in our homes you know like you know fine furniture no parquet whatever so I feel like we should be sort of like sort of referencing things that are more similar to us. So, you know, like busy lifestyle in like, even China to a certain extent, you know, like in the busy cities and stuff, you can kind of yeah. take some kind of um, um, inspiration from that. But definitely I don't see, you know, the comparables with, you know, Scandinavian minimalism. I feel like we need to rethink it, you know. Even Peru, Peru has like a few sort of, you know, the whole minimalism style, you know. I think, you know, a lot of times, yeah, like I said before in the first topic, they have a lot more space mm. to play around with it. They can completely ditch LA life, LA references from their home mm-hmm. because they have that many square feet to play with. Yeah. Whereas if you are doing a flat that's in London, in a city, you need to think about how it's going to look next to your neighbours. You need to think about everything. So when you try to do too much Scandi, outdoor, woody style, Norwegian, you know, forest, it's not giving me anything. It's just giving me... Where where are you? What do you live? But you need to have a lot more room to play with, I think, if you're going to be doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like a Hampstead vibe kind of situation. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, unpopular opinion number two: plants are a must in a home. Definitely not. I'm not into. Definitely. I'm not into plants well, in the house. First of all, plants are a home. Plants are a must. That is just not even an opinion to against. I believe 100 in the power of plants. So for me, it's a good. Plant, it's just so good. Plants are a must in a home. They bring you that oxygen that you need to breathe. They're cleaning the air. It's another life source that you need to be next to. You know, we don't all live on a farm anymore. Mm-hmm. So you need to have plants in your house. What are you breathing? I mean, you know what it is? It's, maybe it's a little bit of elitism, right? Because um, obviously in the first early start part of my life, we, I lived in um, West Africa. So we had like plants in the patio and stuff like that. So it's sort of like an all or nothing sort of thing. Like if I can't have the patio and like the veranda decoration or like, you know, the, the bongovilia um, growing on the walls, um, then I don't want it. Then I don't want it, you know, so I'll just wait. Yeah, but you need a good few plants to sort of just give you that vibe especially at the entrance of a home i feel like it it really it really just cleanses whoever's entering your home mm, okay i, I get that i get that in all that bad mind carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and they're leaving you the 
oxygen and that's all we need in my house i don't really need anything else to be honest plants are a must you just have to agree with that one i will i will i understand you know like it, it, it it's quite important to a lot of people it changes their mood you know again i actually had to google this one because i can't i when i was younger i completely remember having this in my house mm-hmm. but then i couldn't See, maybe I was just making it up or I went to someone else's house and just took that memory with me. Mm. Toilet rugs, furry seat, toilet seat covers. Man. You know what it is? It looks different in in a in a in an African setting. Obviously, you know you can play you know around. How with unhygienic it. that is, bro. Yeah, but you're thinking about it from like a Western world ah. scenario. You know, like it's different. I, it's I, not right. It didn't feel. It didn't feel the same. As it did, obviously, if you go to someone's home and they've got that in the UK, it might feel a bit weird, you know. But I feel like it depends on where I you think, live. I think as Africans, we just need to ditch certain things. And the red accent, the big mm-hmm. sofa, the overly wide TVs, they need to go. Mm-hmm. Another thing that needs to go, for me, unpopular opinion, but everyone else might have it, plastic covers on furniture. No, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. I, I, Look, what's the, what was the thinking behind that? Was it to... It's to um, keep the, the thing for longer. But, but you didn't go one life to live. You know, you're not... Handing That's what I'm saying. You. you know, like, it, it just shows you, like, yes, it keeps your sofa for longer, right? But at what cost? Yeah. Like, you cannot sit on that sofa without feeling like you are ruining someone else's sofa. I think it's for a very, very capital letters, lived in functional home. One where you might have like hundreds, you know, not hundreds, but dozens of people coming in and out of your house, staying over, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's such an old school way of thinking. You know, I think it's back in the day when you literally bought one sofa and you had it for as many years as you possibly could. You had one, yeah. you had one washing machine. Household appliances were truly household appliances as in they, they lasted for as long as the people in the homes were alive. So perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, putting plastic cover on a sofa was necessary. A lot of people were cussing leather black sofas. And I was a bit back like... Back in the day, that's true. That's true. Back in the day. Let me now, I, I got one in my house right now. So... Yeah, yeah, it's practical. Yeah, you've got only one life to live, right? You can't, like, be... Sust- I mean, I know it was, like, sustainable, personified, right, back in the day. So have this one sofa and da-da-da-da. But It was. It was the eco-friendly life. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, we want to, like, update our sofas and stuff like that, like, every few seasons, you know? Like, you move home, you change change your scenery. I mean, who really wants to keep, like, a sofa, unless it's got, like, sentimental value, like your, I mean, your first home you keep in the, in the attic or something? But, I mean, keeping sofas is weird. Like, you know, what people can... I don't know. I think that's... Sofas. Wait. That's one of those things where it's not even, you're not even really trying to design your house or have decor. You're literally just having a sofa for the function of having a sofa. You're plastic, functional, yeah, you're covering yeah. it with plastic. But the toilet rug with the toilet seat cover, that's just, you know, disrespectful, unsanitary, and it needs to go 100%. Floral yeah. furniture. You know, a floral sofa, I'm not sure if I can come around again. You know, oh. it's just a mess, mate. Wallpaper, that's too flowery. You know, the oh. 70s have gone. I tell you what I love. I tell you what I love, right? I don't know how I can get away with this at any point, but like wallpaper, like, you know, like Chinese wallpaper. I don't know what that's called. Like you painting sort of Chinese wallpaper where you've got like a fish, like a catfish and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I love mm -hmm. that stuff. I love like an illustration vibe. Can I get away with that in my my bathroom? 
Like, you know, like, I think they've got that, like, at the big hotels and the big restaurants, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's when you really have, like, space to put your element, though. And I think that's one thing that I keep reiterating. You need space for half of the stuff that people want to do. All right. Your little box, box room toilet with floral toilet paper is not really cutting it, is it? No. You can just, if you want to do, you know, Chinese, you know, wallpaper or watercolor art you need to have some type of theme that goes through your whole house you can't just decide that you want to have a catfish just chilling in the bathroom and then everything else is different in your house that's how we do it a lot of times you walk in someone's house the living room is one way the kitchen's the next way the bathroom's the next way the bedroom's the next way you don't need to have carpet downstairs for example right no carpet carpet upstairs though yes because you want to feel relaxed when you get out of your bed right no that's a fact i think most people have caught on to that now by now though I think our main point for the unpopular opinions is that I think that meme is really funny and it, it works for people because it lets people have their outlet. But some people were saying some wild things. And some of the wild things I agree with, that's when you know I'm wild. IKEA looks and sounds cheap. All IKEA furniture looks and sounds cheap. What do you think? I disagree with that because I got a mean, mean, mean wardrobe. You know, I need like, you know, I'm into my style stuff. I could not find, right, like a functional wardrobe, right, that could hold everything I had so I did I, I had to be honest I got like a that was like a all built one that um and I got the, I paid for the service to get them to come and fix it put it together and stuff like that and it takes off the whole wall now yeah. traditionally someone wouldn't go to Ikea to get a a, a, a functional sort of wall filling they would go somewhere else mm-hmm. but they do have it and that was what was in my price range I feel like if you're starting out and you're like, you know, young professional, whatever, you know, you gotta like, you know, there might be something else that you can't cut corners, right? Like, you know, I don't know, like your tablecloth or your sofa or your TV. And you can kind of like, you know, make it work with something like a wardrobe if the stuff in the wardrobe is dope, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, obviously, like building it, like the, like the whole thing would have been crazy, that it would be impossible. But if you're gonna just pay a little whatever for them to come and do it, I mean, that, that was, yeah, probably, it makes that's sense. A, yeah, that's probably no the best edition in my home, you know, and we have no yeah. issues, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Ikea and I did watch Virgil's like furniture live conference. That was quite cute. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, you know, seems like there's a bit of internal politics and stuff in terms of creative di- differences and stuff, but I thought it was like a good move, you know? Okay. I think Ikea, you can tell when someone has everything Ikea in their home. I don't know what it is. It's those white circle chairs. You know, it's those grey kind of mint green bowls. It's those, you know, Billy bookcase. Like, trust me, I know a Billy bookcase and I see one because I've had one in my room for years. So uh-huh. for me, Ikea, when people like make it, they start yeah. coming with, I, my house was done in Ikea. And that's another thing, you know, because Ikea is Swedish brands, people think that they're doing minimalism just because they went to Ikea. Incorrect, once again. That's the only thing for me, Ikea is a staple. At the end of the day, if used properly, they're a staple. I, I believe that they were in, influencing too much waste because they were building shit that was just crap, basically. Yeah. And it wasn't going to last long. And, you know, everything starts falling apart. And it's basically just, you know, that plywood kind of wood that has a little thin layer of, of varnished, you know, plastic over it. And you screw it together, it lasts for a bit. But as soon as you put pressure on it over and over, it just crumbles. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I wouldn't get, like, a dining room table from Ikea. Like, everyone... The, every 
everything, you know. I wouldn't get yeah, like a course. bed from I wouldn't get a bed from IKEA because obviously like beds is like super frames and stuff is super important. You know, you gotta get that important. right. You know, a good mattress and everything. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like it depends. I feel like we should be able to sort of curate our lives where we kinda like pick the best of what brands do rather than sort of like, like just a, going yeah yeah like you that's, know, that's, that's definitely a, an opinion that needs to be you know heralded people need to do what's best for them in their design home in their home but people need to learn to pick and choose don't just be that girl that went on you know a page and literally did her whole dining table from one place or did her whole you know bathroom from one place yeah. cool dabble deals because the place that you think you're getting a deal they're bumping you because they know you can't even be bothered to go and look around or whatever don't waste too much time or try i think ikea the most interesting thing for me is i've always loved them because the meatballs in there look yeah let's not get started do you know i've never had the meatballs in there i'm so i mean i'm such a functional shopper right i've been in there a few times but i'm shocked i'm just not i'm not someone who like you know socializes in shop in a in a social sort of shopping experience or scenario i'm in and i'm out if i don't if i go in there what i need isn't there or isn't available then i'm gone but i do need to try them because i heard the great things about try it it's it's really an experience and it's really really just that good and then you just get the hot dog at the end my last unpopular opinion for the home decor edition is tvs don't belong in bedrooms ah me i like that is one of my dreams saying basically um bigs had this there was this episode where bigs like messed up and he got like carry like a like a tv for but the both of us for them for them for the anniversary and um she wasn't too fond of the idea because she felt like it would take away from their intimacy and stuff and talking and all that stuff but from a practical point of view i just want to make the case for it because like my dream is to have like a tv that comes out of the bed right and you can just like literally just for practical Mm. reasons like you could watch love island at like nine or ten and like go straight to sleep just press the button and it goes down you don't even have to leave the room right and then that even leaves more time for you to sort of like get cozy and just chill and maybe like do a like a recap of the episode and stuff like it can work you know or something like million pound menu you know just go straight to sleep like good vibes all around you know no i agree with this unpopular opinion um and it's unpopular for a reason uh-huh. tv do not belong in bedrooms i think a tea a bedroom is a sanctu sancti what sanctiful place yes yes yeah it's you know it's sagrado i think it's a it's kind of like a place where you you and the room are at one yeah like i believe in feng shui and everything you shouldn't be bringing all these vibes into your room like first of all when i and maybe this is because of my dad because when i was younger my dad always used to say don't sit by the tv and always switch the tv off at night at the mains because of the blue light mm-hmm. like he said that they that these radiation and you know I'm, I'm not sure what boogeyman went around in angola but they believe that there's that radiation that comes from the little you know when you switch it off and like yeah, 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 yeah. brain waves so he was he would always be like no switch the tv off i don't want the tv on so we 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 had the tv in the room for like 10 minutes and then as soon as he realized that we were like watching it in the middle of the night basically he just took that off and ever since then we never had it so my mom's the only person that's been allowed to have her room so thus far so for me i find it weird when i go into rooms and i see that there's a tv in there because i think bed a bed is the only thing really and your clothes and your wardrobe and stuff that should be in your room Uh, you know what and that's i I know in an idealistic sense great but 
in the busy world we live in today, right? Sometimes yeah, but... it's not a good idea to be left with your own thoughts. Like I remember when I was at university, right? I used to watch like American Dad and Family Guy like all the time before. Like I'd leave it on and it would just keep on playing and stuff. And those are the best, that's the best sleep I ever had. Because what happens is your day, daily thoughts, like your, your moves, your, your business ideas, etc., that becomes your subconscious, right? And then um, what you were watching last is just, you know, airy-fairy, whatever. But if you go to bed and you have, a, like, a busy day and you just expect that you're just going to be able to go to sleep and not, not have nightmares, you know? That's why, that's why you need good diffusing energies you need to know how to soothe yourself and a lot of adults they don't have that so they look towards you know things like alcohol and drugs and all of mm-hmm. these smoking weed to sleep you know that's mm-hmm. because you don't have the soother mechanisms you know you you, yeah. you can't tell me that watching tv is the way that you're going to soothe yourself to sleep and it, it works for a lot of people because when it I works for guys like music, all the time for me tvs don't belong in the room I don't care how many people can say everybody has a TV now. Some people even have stupid, ridiculous 40 inch TVs in their bedroom, which is like, bro, like, do you ever want your mind to rest at this point? But it does rest. This is the weird thing, right? Like, for guys, like, a guy can, like, watch, like, power just before they go to bed and have the best night's sleep. Everything that happened in the day, you know, all the stress of, of providing goes away because that's how our minds work slightly differently, you know? Um, I'm not making excuses. It's true. People would watch, like, really weird stuff. You can do that sleep. and still have the TV in another room. If you live in a flat, your bedroom is next door to your living room. Yeah. You can just walk from your sofa to your bed. I don't get it. Like like we said in previous episode of convenience, yeah? How far are we taking convenience point where you can't even bother to get out of your own bed but to go with she you need to have a tv tacked onto the edge of your bed i tell you what a nightmare is though right and into a nice feng shui whatever and like falling asleep to that and feeling really good and then ending up falling asleep on the couch and having like, being really it's uncomfortable <laughs> so if you're in that's where it's at that's why netflix that's why Netflix, they're not stupid. They made sure to give you that HD quality streaming on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, yeah. and your TV because they know people are watching the, t- the Netflix in their bed. A lot of times, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm going to agree with you on this one because in a way, I have brought TV into my room via my phone because it's another screen. Uh-huh. So I can't, I, can't exactly add, I can't exactly act as though I'm completely screen-free in my bedroom because I take my phone into my, into my room. That's the screen and you can still watch TV on that. So I do watch Netflix and there are some episodes that when I'm binging, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even bother to move my head. My head is parallel to the pillow <laughs> and my arm is <laughs> holding the thing like that. And I'm just there. And when I wake up, my wrist is finished. My neck is hurting. You know, so I completely understand that. If you're a company like Netflix that is, you know, innovating, you know that there's going to be something smaller than a TV that's going to be in your room. And that's where you catch people if you really want people to come and watch your stuff. The second part of that is I don't necessarily believe as well that a desktop or, you know, desktop computer or workspace should be in people's room. I think sleep, especially because I've had insomnia and I have insomnia, sleep hygiene for me is very important. You know, the room needs to be at a certain temperature. The room needs to be set up a certain way. There can't be too many things in there, you know, clutter-free. Don't bring your work to your bedroom because a lot of times when you wake up, you don't even have that buffer of half an hour to go think about your day. You just straight away go like, I need to bang this out. And when you're working from home, especially, like especially when I was a student and I was freelancing, you are just in the room constantly working. So you don't know if this room is your office or your bedroom. It's the workspace. I agree with that. I 100% agree with you on that one. I feel like um, like a few months back, right, I, I was a little bit like in that workaholic zone. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that that was the worst time in my life, right? I felt like 
um, recently what I've done is I only use the laptop for Netflix, you know, um, and I leave it in the sitting room and I don't bring yeah. it into my room. And I mean, happier. I've been happier since. I agree with that. I feel like if you have the tablets and the phones and the, like someone like me, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like I'm going to write something in my notes. At least let me try and like simplify a little bit and not bring the laptop in because the laptop thinks, you know, I'm looking at images and like, you know, curating. It's like, it's a real uh-huh. problem. I think it's true. I think we have so many screens and, you know, everything's fighting for our attention all the time these days that you do need to have that break. And I think having a workspace that's in your room, it it just blurs a line a bit too much. You know, you need to have that bit of, you need to have a barrier, you need to have a boundary Mm -hmm. and having, having that is important for your mental health. That's pretty much it for the unpopular edition of Home Decor. That was really fun, right? I think that was interesting. I think, you know, everyone's at the stage now where the attention makers, advertisers, everyone's selling you something. And sometimes when they're selling it to you, like, you know, love it or, you know, those neon signs that always say love yourself. or It's nice to put on Instagram for two minutes, but really and truly as a design element, that's completely unnecessary and it's frivolous. So I'm glad that there are people out there who can see it for what it is and who are really just basically telling the truth that this this is BS really and truly. Like no one cares about this. And we need to get back to the real design principles. We need to get back to real homes and just, just doing what's right for us as opposed to doing it for the gram. Yeah, functional design. Don't get, don't get furniture that looks so good that you don't feel like you want to sit on it. <laughs> My Insta, Erajazik, spelled E-R-A-U-X-J-A-S-I-Q-U-E. My Instagram is Clade Karina Graham. There's nothing on it right now, so you're better off following things we thought we knew Instagram, which is at thought we knew. If you want to email us or let us know any questions, you can email thingswethoughtweknew at gmail.com. And we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Things We Thought We Knew. Peace.